Blog Talk Radio. Spotify, 
whether it be iHeartRadio, um, iVox, to to whichever place you listen. Um, thank you so much, and and uh, we appreciate SAG AFTRA for putting us on to their uh, situation. So we're thankful for that. We are SAG AFTRA new media podcast as well. So we appreciate that. So giving thanks. And another one of our new sponsors, new website I just made, a new company I, I just created. Check out Mile Value slash top dash offers offers dash me. Again, that's milevalue.com slash top dash offers dot me. And you can check out all the amazing credit card offers but you got to make sure your credit is good. If not, hit me up and I can assist you with that as well. But for all the people that are looking to sign up for those credit cards that are giving the points, the miles, the rewards, anything you can think of is on my new website at milevalue.com slash top dash offers dot me. And you can sign up for the credit cards that will best suit your life today. And that's a new service we're providing. So I want to thank everybody for listening and being part of our amazing podcast and network, which we do our best to provide the greatest content. But sometimes we go on other podcasts. That's why I want to give a special shout out and thank you to Deanna Kumpo of the Label Free Podcast who had us on recently. And we really appreciate her, really love her flow of her show and everything. So be on the lookout for that content. And uh, appreciate y'all so much, for real. Um, We will continue to do our best to provide that good-ass content and uh, do what we do over here at the uh, Muscova Media Podcast with your host, Vickis Moscova. Once again, thanking all the amazing listeners for just being a part of what we do over here Uh, because without y'all, it would be very tough to uh, promote and uh, speak to the world, but because of you, we are able to connect with so many amazing uh, people all over, and thank you for the great reviews on iTunes. Uh, I appreciate that as well. Um, so I want to shout out some of the uh, amazing countries that are doing their thing and, um, you know, really representing. Um, when I look on my dashboard and I see different countries I'm able to reach and, and, and speak to people, you know, that makes me feel good. Um, so shout out to Australia, South Africa, Nigeria, Ghana, Ethiopia, Pakistan. We got India with a with major, major, major listenership. And then, of course, we got Canada, U.S., and then some places in South America, which is Brazil, Chile. And, uh, you know, I just want to thank you all for uh, listening and um, as well as Finland, Sweden, a lot of Europe and France and UK. So uh, we are global, and that is why we make sure that we provide content that not only just makes you feel good, but is real, uh, provides some types of solution, inspiration, as well as uh, real, real uh, life solutions that you can apply into your life and uh, paradigm for your friends and family because it's really about helping the babies and the next generation come up and have a, a better way, um, better than what we had 
Um, so we really got to do our best to per, to set them up for greatness um, while, you know, doing our best to live every day here in life for ourselves. Um, again, so that is part of the uh, reason we do what we do over his here. Uh, so that is why when, you know, people talk about um, life and work and, and setting their goals and, 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 and um, what they want to do in life, you really got to figure out um, how you can do it in a sensical uh, way or whatnot. Uh, one way that I um, came across is the uh, Tesla method, the 369 uh, method, where you write down your goals in the morning, um, sometime in the afternoon, and then again, uh, in the uh, nighttime. So say, for example, you have a goal of uh, attaining a substantial amount of money uh, within a certain amount of time. Um, one way you can do it is by writing out three times that amount of money that you want to receive. And, and uh, in the morning when you wake up and, and uh, you know, that's one way, uh, that's one, the first uh, three and then in the sometime in the afternoon, you write it as if you are receiving that. So, for example, in the morning you would write, uh, you want to get fifty thousand uh, dollars three times. You know, and really feel that you have it and, and you got it, and you know, feel good about it. You know, take take at least seventeen seconds to really feel, give that positive energy into that. And then in the the second time that you write your goal, you would write it as if receiving $50,000. And I like to add in some time in 30 days uh, as if in the, in the present, as if, as if you're already attaining it, you're, you're about to attain it. And then the last step before you go to sleep, you write, uh, that was six times, but then now you write it nine times as if you already have it. So then you would write, I have $50,000. And thank you, universe, showing appreciation to the universe. So that's one way um, to do it. And another way you can start it off with the first three is I have received $50,000 in 30 days. For the first three, then the next six that you could write it um, basically again. Uh, I have received $100,000 in 30 days. But make sure that you're feeling good and everything about it. Give it a positive charge. And then before you go to sleep, you can just write it again. I have received fifty thousand dollars in thirty days, just to make sure that you know you give that time and energy and positive feeling. So with me now, let's all you know say to ourselves that we have received fifty thousand dollars within thirty days. So let's all feel good and in the network. Uh, I want you guys to shout out and uh, comment when you do that and call in uh, when you receive that. Because um, I know we can make it happen for each other, um, so I appreciate that you guys for, for uh, participating in that. And be sure to do that for at least 21 days, and and look for the breakthrough in your life of receiving whatever it is that you desire, whether it be uh, some a job, um, you know, better health or um, you know, love or whatnot. If you just do this. Uh, this is one method, as well as other things that you got to do to make sure that you can change your how you think. As the famous Dr. Wayne Dyer says, change your thoughts, change your life. So 
really got to do that positive work um, daily to make it happen. So that's one tool that I wanted to shout out and, and give you guys before we actually send into the actually the major tool of this episode, which is a great guy that we have on uh, that has been doing a lot of cool and amazing work in the in the community uh, for executives as well as other types of entrepreneurs. Um, so I, I want you guys to go over to extraordinarypeople.com slash sign dash up dash four dash free dash report. So sign up for a free report with dashes in between and check uh, that site out. Um, again, that's extraordinary, extraordinarypeople.com for to check out Mr. Uh, Robert White, uh, who's been doing a, a amazing work in the community and providing uh, super uh, accurate tools that uh, people that are looking to just get the upper hand, um, get a, a, an advantage, do the work that others aren't willing to do. Because um, Mr. Robert White uh, utilizes a rich personal history of his own entrepreneurial success as an, an executive mentor to develop extraordinary personal leadership skills, focus, alignment, and commitment. Robert founded and led training industry success stories, LifeSpring and ARC International with a combined 1,300,000 graduates. He lived and worked in Japan, Hong Kong, and mainland China for over 22 years. He authored the essays for the award-winning photo journal, One World, One People, and his bestseller, Living an Extraordinary Life, is available in English, traditional and simplified Chinese. Audiophile Magazine awarded Robert's Audio Home Study Program Achieving Extraordinary Success its 2011 Earphones Award for Best Spoken Word Personal Development uh, Program. Uh, so Mr. Robert White has been doing amazing work, and we appreciate you for uh, stopping by our podcast, uh, sir. Thank you. Vickers, it's a delight to be with you and, and with your listeners. Uh, anytime, anytime. Uh, you, you know, you've been doing such amazing work. Uh, it's Vickens, by the way. Um, you've been doing such amazing work uh, throughout your whole life. It's really, you know, honor to have uh, an elder on the on the line with us to to stop by and and, and showcase what he's been doing for for millions and millions of people um, all over the globe. Um, for people that you know aren't uh, quite a, aware of Robert White. Uh, what would you like to, you know, share with us and, and let us know about you and, and, and about uh, what you've done? Dickens, uh, 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 you know, I'm old enough to have a story that lasts too long for uh, <laughs> this, this meeting. I think a, a turning point for me was at 27 years old, I was broke. I had a small sales business that was really struggling. I had a health, big health problem. And I had been divorced and felt very guilty about that uh, episode in my life. So my life was a mess. And a friend of mine enrolled me in one of those early human potential movement trainings. And I went there with arms crossed and legs crossed and, uh, you know, just totally closed and skeptical. And uh, four days later, I walked out and it it, it sounds like a cliche. Uh, My life had changed for the better. And the following year, my income tripled. The year after that, it went up 10 times. And there was not one word said in that training about money. 
or about business or about sales. It was all about me. And uh, so that began uh, a lot of success in my life. It also led me to get into the human potential movement, originally working for someone else, that same training company that sponsored uh, that seminar that meant so much to me. Uh, I became the president of that company for four years. I learned so much. I got to travel the world. I, I got to meet some some really amazing people. And uh, uh, so and then I, I, I left and started my own company and then companies. So I've been a serial entrepreneur and uh, and loved it. Uh, so today I'm uh, that's all in my past. What I do now is uh, primarily is to work with entrepreneurs and executives uh, on combining the results that they want to see in their business with the personal growth that I believe is necessary in order to both create those results, but also to bring joy and satisfaction into their lives. Well, and that's pretty amazing. Um, from when you first went to that meeting many years ago to see you here today, um, utilizing what you learned. Um, and you say uh, a lot of that wasn't um, on topic of what you went there for. Um, did you experience kind of like a spiritual awakening around that time as well uh, as you were uh, having to grow through so, so many different types of hardships? And um, is that something you incorporate uh, in your uh, teachings to make people really feel happy about where they are? You know, I didn't have the language at that time in my 20s, uh, Vickens. I, uh, I was... Uh, I, I think I was pretty much asleep and the training woke me up and it woke me up spiritually. I just didn't have the language to describe that because what the training said to me was that I needed to get uh, a difficult childhood out of the way. As an example, I needed, and I needed to forgive some people, including my parents. Uh, I needed to take personal responsibility for my life and uh, stop externalizing it, blaming others for where I was in life. And finally, I needed to connect with people in a non-critical way. Uh, I, don't, I don't know about you, I've I found that there are a lot of people that share this. Uh, my mother was just an extremely angry and uh, violent and critical uh, woman, and she's the primary influence in my life. And one of the things that I got from that early training was that I was mirroring her behaviors and I was pushing, in effect, pushing people away from me and from what was possible in my life. Uh, today, when I work with executives, I, I find that many of them have had similar experiences in their life in terms of things that maybe they don't want to remember and, and, and that affect them on a daily basis today. But because they are focused, because they have learned a few things uh, from uh, books or from motivational speakers or from other trainings they've done, they get very good at compartmentalizing, at pushing those events from the past down so that they don't affect them on a, on a, or at least they think they don't affect them on a daily basis. The reality is all of that stuff that we carry from the past does affect us. It affects who we associate with, 
what partners we select, our relationships, our who we hire, who we fire. But it's mostly done, all of that is mostly done unconsciously. You know, if people, I find that if people are saying, gee, I wonder why I repeated that pattern. Well, it's usually because of some burden they're carrying from the past. So, uh, and that's something I work with people on, on uh, disappearing so that they can really claim and live the life that they were born to live. Well, that's pretty amazing because, um, you know, everyone has their birthright to be happy. It even says it in a constitution, the right to pursue, um, you know, joy, happiness, or peace or whatnot. Um, so, so that's pretty amazing. Uh, as you um, see executives today, um, maybe millennials, versus what you've seen in the past, um, do you have difficulties um, with people's work ethic uh, in, in getting their motivation, or has that remained pretty much the same since when you first started? Uh, Vic, it's, uh, I'll share a, a quick story. Uh, when I was running that original, when I was running a company for someone else called Bind Dynamics, uh, there was a meeting of me and some of my competitors at a very famous restaurant in Sausalito, California, right on the water. It's called the Spinnaker. It's still there. Uh, you know, it's been renovated many times. And sitting around that table were people that ended up being uh, primary movers and shakers in the training field, in the human potential movement. Uh, all of the names are people that you might recognize. And uh, there was a substantial amount of good California wine consumed. And even though I didn't partake, there were some of those funny cigarettes being smoked. So uh, people were a little bit high. We were all 28, 30, 32 years old. And, uh, you know, captains of the universe. Everything was positive. Everything was exciting. We were doing great in our businesses. And one of the things that happened in that meeting is that someone mentioned this, and we all agreed that within 20 years, and this was 1973, that within 20 years, that our work would not be uh, as a career would need to change because everything that we were teaching would be part of the conventional education system. It would be part of MBA programs. It would be part of religious te uh, teachings, you know, the, the add-ons to normal religious teachings. It would be just so prevalent in society that we would need to find new jobs. And, and we were sincere about it, as only young hotshots could be. And uh, I mentioned the story because my experience is that we have more of a victim culture today than we had in 1973, that who to blame is a common conversation in the media, in companies, in families, that uh, people are not resisting a, a, a full-on commitment. So... I think our training, our, our type of training and other people doing similar work is, and what you're doing here on the air, because I listened carefully to your introduction tonight, it, uh, it's more needed than ever before. And, uh, you know, blaming the education system or blaming two parents that work or, you know, you can find all kinds of people to blame. That's not important to me. What's important to me is that young people particularly plug themselves into an environment where 
positive values are celebrated and and followed, uh, where they put themselves at risk of disapproval, because again, the culture is largely a victim culture. Uh, the victim is largely, you know, you don't want a job where you work all the time. I've heard that one recently. Uh, that people in interviews say, well, can I get off at five o'clock every night because I've I'm competitive on a volleyball team in the park. Well, you know, it's great that you have that interest. It's great that you're good at it, apparently, if you're competitive. But, uh, you know, I I don't hire people that tell me that they need to leave at 5 o'clock every day. Uh, It's not that I want to overwork people, but I want people that are committed and committed to the work that I'm doing and that I'm up to. If, If they want to partner with me in that area, of our work, boy, I'm going to give them everything I've got. I'm going to pay them well. I'm going to promote them. I'm going to educate them. I'm going to expose them to outside trainings because uh, it's not, it's not just a saying Uh, the whole key to your success beyond just being an independent contractor is to be able to attract and retain great people. So I'm going to treat them well, but they're going to have to be ready to rock and roll. And that's that's pretty great because you've done work and have spoken to a, a group such as the American Cancer Society with uh, James D. Brock, uh, Senior Vice President, uh, as well as the Denver Cybersecurity um, with Ray Hutchins and also with different cities um, such as Broomfield or whatnot, and even different hotels and resorts you've been able to speak at. Uh, so you, you've, you've been around and you've been with uh, working – with all different types of companies. So you get to see uh, what it's about. And um, that's pretty uh, amazing within itself um, because, you know, you really want to teach people how to excel while um, maintaining uh, their happiness. Um, In the story you just mentioned, um, what were some of the the lessons that you you came across that, um, you know, Pick your ears or whatnot in, in particular. Uh, there are many, many uh, Vickers. I, I, uh, I think maybe telling a, a failure story would be, uh, and what I learned from that might be the most valuable. Uh, you know, at 46, I mostly retired. Uh, I had lived in Asia for many years uh, and uh, uh, built the, the largest training company in Asia. And I also, you know, a typical entrepreneurial thing, I worked uh, five uh, five and a half to seven days a week. I worked 14 hours a day. I did all of those typical entrepreneurial things, which cost me a lot in terms of relationships and, and with my family. And at 46, I quit. And I moved to Aspen, Colorado, came back from Asia. I built the big house, uh, almost 15,000 square feet. I bought a jet. I got on six nonprofit boards. I traveled the world, 42 countries. Uh, I traveled for six months with the late John Denver presenting an environmental sustainability program. I mean, I, I just had an incredible experience. And in doing that, I lost control of my company. So I lost a lot of money and a lot of reputation. I mean, I had the uh, very difficult job of firing 240 people and closing 15 offices. So uh, when I woke up from that and took responsibility for how I created it, I uh, 
uh, I learned a lot. I learned about a lot by what I wasn't doing about being the source energy of a fast growth company and of really continuing to create and innovate and uh, pay attention. To, uh, so I became a lot more disciplined. I became a lot, I gave a lot more attention to my organizations that, after that, the company that I started and that I run now, Extraordinary People. Uh, I pay a lot more attention to purpose, to vision, to values, to our strategic intent. And then beyond that, uh, I don't pay as much attention to numbers in terms of how much money I'm making, but I pay attention to our goals and on a 90-day basis, are we ahead, are we right on target, or are we behind in our goal setting? Uh, it, it changed me as a person. It humbled me. It, uh, it caused me to really reflect on my life and my work and what's really important to me. So I think that uh, you know, especially younger people that are jumping into an entrepreneurial effort, it's usually about some product or service that they're excited about. And that's really important that you have that, that you're just passionately out of your mind committed. You can't sleep. You're waking up early. You're going to bed late. You're talking to everybody you can talk to. And one of the things that I noticed they miss and that I missed was attention to purpose, vision, and values that ultimately, if you're going to build anything that's lasting, it's going to be because you attract people around your culture and who you really are and who you are being as a human being and who the, and what the company is being in terms of the marketplace. So it's, uh, you know, I've heard this expression that life is a game. I think companies are a game and games have rules. They have a purpose. They have a vision. They have values. They have, they have a strategy for how you win. So my encouragement to uh, young people who approach me and ask about an entrepreneurial effort is be passionate about that product and service. That's absolutely required. That's a beginning place. But also pay attention to these subjective things that the great teachers uh, throughout mankind's history have taught, which is paying attention to purpose, vision, and values. <clears throat> Definitely. Um, that's pretty uh, much amazing because uh, that's the foundation uh, for a lot of people's goals and, and what they actually want to succeed, um, whether they know it or not. Um, so for you to, to to pinpoint that is pretty great. So when you're at actually at your um, different seminars or working with different um, executives, uh, you know, from whatever generation, uh, what are some ways that you actually get people to start focusing in on that um, within themselves if they're having difficulty? Because, you know, there's been a, a great migration of people leaving their um, nine-to-fives or whatnot. Um, most recently, uh, I'm not sure if it's due to COVID, but they call it, they you know, they've even given it a great name. So, So how do you actually find which executives are, are prone to that and, and what kind of uh, exercises can you give them so that they can keep that passion going and, and, and drive to keep on working for their, the company as well as their families? Uh, Vic, and see, my answer on that begins with a, a quick story, which is that I have eight children 
and uh, two of them are adopted special needs kids. They both had really difficult beginnings. And uh, uh, my son Levi, we adopted at four years old, and he'd not only been abused, he'd actually been tortured. And, you know, it's like in life, you don't want to get into a place where you know the distinction between abuse and torture. But we, as a family, went through that. Uh, you know, uh, Levi has, to even today, uh, and by the way, he's just turned out fantastically. But, you know, he has six cigarette burns on his back in a pattern. I mean, it, things that happened to him before he was four years old should never happen to anybody ever. And uh, what it led to was something called attachment disorder, which means he was filled with rage and targeted to the adults in his life, uh, including me and my former wife. And uh, so we did a lot of different things for treatment, including finding uh, one of the most incredible uh, child psychologists in the world, unfortunately now retired I'd like to drag him out of retirement, but he has earned he's earned retirement. And uh, uh, because of COVID, I got to spend a whole day with him, something that I normally wouldn't have time for, he, that he probably wouldn't make time for. Uh, he built a beautiful retirement home at Estes Park, Colorado, one of the most right outside the gate of uh, Rocky Mountain National Park. So we sat out on his deck and talked and talked and then had lunch and then we talked and talked some more. And at some point I said, uh, you know, you've been very successful in, with, in your therapeutic work. What's the key? And he answered, and I thought he would answer with some sophisticated psychological technique or, you know, all of that kind of stuff, learning. Uh, he did. He said, what, what is most important is the patient's readiness. Are they ready? to really look at what's working and not working in their lives. And that would be my answer about people that are uh, leaving a job or uh, to, to start an entrepreneurial effort or leaving a job to take a different job, but especially one where there might be more challenges, but more opportunities is to take a look at their readiness. What is it in their life that they kind of know they need to do some work on but have been avoiding, delaying, justifying, you know, I've been busy or I didn't have enough money to go to this coach. I didn't have enough money to take this seminar. Uh, yeah, I know I should read this book, but I've been busy. All those excuses is to really look at what is working and not working in my life because it's going to show up in your new job. It's going to show up in your entrepreneurial effort. Maybe not right away. But that kind of stuff never goes away unless you act on it, unless you do something to clear your past, to get better at telling the truth about current reality and really coming, really living into a, a vision that you chose that that was freely arrived at, not just a, an extrapolation from your past. So uh, I, that, that's kind of a long answer to your question, but that's that's an idea of how I think about that. Oh, no, that was perfect, though. Uh, great uh, answer and uh, amazing, again, amazing story. Um, and that's one of the, the things that we profess here on, on our podcast, the School of Media Podcast, is to always, you know, do your best to seek professional help. And, 
you know, for you to be able to work with such a great doctor is, is, is amazing for, with your family or whatnot. Uh, but everyone out there, you know, in your local community or even with COVID now, there's a lot of doctors working on telehealth and um, Zoom or whatnot. Uh, so, you know, definitely get that professional assistance to, to help guide you or your family um, towards the ideal situation that you you think that you can um, have or that you envision because uh, it's difficult to do it all by itself. And to get uh, – and, and once you do that, you know, to take a step further and attain a coach um, for yourself like uh, Mr. Robert uh, Wright or Bob Wright uh, so that you can – uh, get uh, even more assistance and, and even more particular goals. And, and I, that's why I always um, profess getting um, some sort of coaches or mentors um, that can help guide you so you can make less mistakes and learn from uh, their uh, wisdom um, and, and their experiences so that you can um, make better business decisions for yourself. Um, so, uh, again, <clears throat> thank you so much for um, assisting people um, in their personal, professional, and corporate business life. Um, before we end the episode, I always like to make sure our guests um, have some time to say um, everything that, you know, they want to and um, also promote um, what uh, they have going on. So um, at this time, I would definitely appreciate if you could um, express um, yourself in that manner. Well, thank you, Vickens, and it's wonderful to have the opportunity to share with many people, and particularly those that you, you mentioned all over the world. Uh, I, I do have that uh, free 28-page uh, PDF that talks about how to live an extraordinary life, and, and it includes a little uh, personal check-in so that you can evaluate where you are right now and give you some ideas on how things could be better for you. And uh, it's it's around what we call the eight principles uh, for an ex- for living an extraordinary life, and it's free. And you just go to uh, extraordinarypeople.com. You'll see where to sign up. It also includes a weekly email that I've been sending for many many years, and thousands of people receive it. Uh, it's called an extraordinary minute. It's designed to be read in one minute or less once a week. And it also sets up a way to be in relationship with me. You know, you can hit reply. I read every email. I I respond to most of them. And uh, it get, keeps me connected to people and what's going on with people. So I like that a lot. Uh, and finally, my, my book is available in English or Mandarin or Cantonese. And that is uh, Living an Extraordinary Life, Robert White. And, and of course, it's on Amazon. But it's, if it's if you order from my website, uh, I, I'll sign it. So uh, anyway, just it's all about relationship. And if I uh, should be, and and if it sounds like I might be uh, key to your future success, let's connect, and uh, maybe something will come out of it. Maybe we'll just be friends. That's that's such an honor um, for you to to be able to to do all that, to connect with the people. And, again, um, uh, Dr. Bob Wright, I appreciate you uh, coming on the show and and stopping by and and having some time. And uh, I wish you continued success. And uh, to all the people that work with you, uh, thank you guys as well. And, again, have a great rest of your evening. uh, And, again, continue uh, to do great things.
Thank you, Vickens, and uh, my absolute best wishes for every possible success and, and happiness in your life. Thank you. Peace. There you have it, my Muscova Media Podcast listeners. We have the amazing Dr. Bob Wright on. Be sure to visit his website again for that amazing uh, tool that you can get, the 28-page success guide drawn from observation of very successful uh, people. And then you will also be enrolled in an extraordinary minute with Robert Wright, um, which is the weekly timeless wisdom that can be read in one minute or less. So if you guys want to stay in touch with Mr. Uh, uh, Dr. Robert Wright, uh, do that immediately at extraordinarypeople.com and, and, and get your extraordinary people on, <laughs> extraordinary person on. But, again, um, definitely go visit extraordinarypeople.com. And thank you all for listening. Uh, we think, uh, you know, without y'all, we wouldn't even be here. Uh, so also check out the links uh, for the uh full service digital marketing agency as well as the credit card offers we are expressing um, for you guys to take advantage of as soon as you can so that you can travel and do what you need to do um, at at an advantage as well as the digital marketing course so that you all can uh, get your marketing and get your branding on. Um, Be sure to check out uh, my LinkedIn for the uh, recent uh, podcast we did on personal branding uh, that was that is also on YouTube. So thank y'all for listening. Uh, thank uh, all the other podcasters for having me on their shows. Again, Label Free Podcast, uh, as well as um, all the uh, other uh, networks uh, that we are actually on, um, whether it be Spotify, iTunes, iHeart, um, even now just um, SAG Aftra. Uh, so thank y'all for what you do and uh, this is your man Vikins Moskova signing off and uh, shouting you guys out once and again and be sure to check us out on our next episode uh, that is coming ASAP that's going to be spectacular so you do not want to miss it uh, but in the meantime go to our, our archives and download and, uh, and read and watch all those episodes, whether you want to go on YouTube, you could listen and watch, or even on, uh, you know, Spotify on your on your iPhone on iTunes. So, thank y'all, and uh, we will see you soon. Peace. It's your man Vickens Moscova at Instagram.com/slash Vic V Moscova V M O S C O V A. Peace.